Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to another episode of Vitamin D&D, your weekly dose of Dungeons & Dragons, just what the DM ordered. I'm your host, Patrick, and here with me today, as always, is my fellow co-host and party member, Brady. It's good to be back for season two. Season two, hype. Get on the hype train. Hype train for season two. Oh man, I'm pumped. It feels like we haven't recorded in like a month. Oh, it feels like it's been like, I don't know, two, <laughs> two months or something. Two weeks? <laughs> if, if Man, if it's only been two weeks. <laughs> Behind the scenes, nobody knows. It's all mm-hmm. the magic of the film. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back. And I hope everybody listened in full to, swing. Uh, to our, our spinoffs, our, uh, what is it? What do we call them? Companion episodes. Companion episodes. Or uh, series. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I hope everybody listened to those and really enjoyed them. Um, hope everybody's looking forward to further uh, interviews with Jane. Um, she's she's she really enjoyed it. And she's uh, a little little nervous about hearing her voice on uh, on the podcast, but it's pretty exciting all the same. But she'll she'll get used to it and she'll she'll be a natural. I mean, she already is a natural. So yeah, and I mean, I. I hope that uh, your episode was pretty good too, Brady. I haven't haven't listened to it, but oh, well, th- thank you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was great. I'll take it. Maybe I would be. We'll a, get there. Maybe I'd be a good DM if I actually would listen to that. So, we'll yeah, see. maybe. Maybe it's yeah, a tall order to fill. That's my problem. <laughs> you can't teach. <laughs> we'll get you there. Uh, all right, we'll do we'll do our best. All right, so. On to uh, this episode of uh, Vitamin D and D, we're going to be talking about leveling up. So our first season was da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. yeah, not very nice. Um, so first season was all about just kind of the the basics, the nitty gritty um, stuff that's going that would help you survive through level one and know how to get started. So now season two, we're going to start jumping. We're going to start uh, moving into the advanced yeah and don't let that scare you it's just this is going to be the more just more info to get you going even more so don't don't be afraid it's like oh this is advanced i'm only I'm level three maybe I'll you can still listen to this it'll get you a primer i'll call it intermediate there we go it, it sounds less intimidating there you go that's yeah. better yeah that's, that's less intimidating yeah, that's so this will just get you <laughs> built up to be an even better adventurer yeah <laughs> all right so uh like I said, this episode all about kind of what comes next as far as jumping to the next level. So, what uh, what exactly gets your player to the next level, Brady? I'm glad you asked, <laughs> and the answer to that would be ding ding. What is experience, Patrick? Uh, yeah, experience. So, um, when it <laughs> correct, uh, you answered in the form of a question. That's uh, uh, your Jeopardy daily double. Um, so and there's we I think we talked about it before, um, might maybe in character creation we talked about there's two methods main methods to leveling up and kind of when that comes about. So there's experience points, and there's something called milestone leveling, and experience points just like if you've played a game, you know, played video games, played other role playing games on the computer, that sort of thing. You get experience for doing certain things, and then once you reach a certain amount of experience, you like kind of jump up a level. 
And so the same thing goes for Dungeons and Dragons, and there's a handy chat you can reference that will tell you how exactly and what you know how what experience will get you to the next level. Um, that being said, I don't like it. Don't like no, it. No, I don't either. It's it's hard. <laughs> I've tried implementing it on one or two of my campaigns that I've run. It is so much to keep up with. It's just so many numbers. Every time you kill something, do something, open a door, open a chest. Yeah. You find a new place. It's so much to keep up with. Yeah, and even if you know, even if you're a good dungeon master and you are pretty good at awarding experience points for non-combat stuff, so like if you use diplomacy to get out of trouble, you know, you're going to get X amount of experience. It's still, like Brady said, you got to do math. And I quick I maths. only can do so much quick maths. And I'd rather just eliminate as much maths as possible. Yeah, and just just to give an insight into it, because you're probably thinking, that's not that big of a deal. Like, you kill something, you get points for it. If, as, if you don't set it up beforehand of like, the person that gets the killing blow gets the experience for example say you have a big orc and you have four party members and each party member deals damage to it and then one of them just gets the killing blow everybody else is going to be mad that they don't get the experience because they helped kill it and then the one person is going to get all the experience so then you have to be like okay well you did this much damage to it so that's this much xp you did this much it is a nightmare it's just easier to either go ahead and beforehand say you know, everybody gets a certain amount per kill or just do it the next way, like we're talking about the milestone, which is much easier. Yeah, I think not only is it much easier on the brain, but I think it also makes more sense um, from like a a thematic and narrative perspective. Um, Because, and uh, I think I even made a comment on uh, some somebody's instagram using our uh, account about milestone versus experience leveling and uh, i i prefer milestone because you don't get players who come from a video game background and just get you know focused in on hacking and slashing all the level one rats they can find out in the field to try to level up Um, because it's not a video game you shouldn't play it like that if you're going to play it like that it's going to be no fun um and it also helps for, um, you know, encouraging those other behaviors, you know, whether it be diplomacy, whether it be knowing when to turn tail and run. Because sometimes, you know, a dungeon master will throw those encounters at you that you should just leave now <laughs> kind of situations. Um, and also, in, in my experience, uh, I had players you know, that I was playing with that, couldn't show up um, for a session, whether it be life got in the way or just other, you know, unforeseen circumstances, that sort of thing. Uh, If you use experience, those players might get left in the dust um, and be a little discouraged when it comes to kind of getting back into the game. Whereas if you use Milestone, those those players continue to gain experience as as their characters do and continue leveling up, then that can be a little bit more encouraging and not feel like they're being left out just because something happened, you know, scheduling-wise. So that's why I prefer it. Yeah, and just the milestones, milestones I feel are easier just because you can say, you know, uh, you've been this much uh, time in-game, and I feel, as a DM, I feel that your characters have 
experienced enough or done this enough or gone far enough to do this or that. It's just easier, easier to say, all right, yeah, I, f- I feel like y'all should be level two now or level three. So it's just easier to hit those milestones of gr- character growth and development rather than adding up and doing all the math for it. So, but yeah, those are, those are the two main, main things of uh, leveling up that'll get your character to the next level. Yeah. Um, and as a dungeon master, real quick note, uh, there was a campaign book that I was reading through recently. And a lot of times those campaign books will do a good job of giving you the information of, okay, when your party gets to this point and has beaten this bad guy and done these things, level them up to level four. Um, and that's, that's kind of a written into the adventure milestone that you can either use, or you can just kind of like gauge your kind of where your players are based on, you know, that sort of thing. So makes it easy in, in some of those yeah, and then, campaign books. Yeah. Um, and also go along with the, the milestone kind of a thinking, um, a way to think about your, your character's level and the milestones within those things is uh, different tiers of play. And th- they're listed on page 15 uh, in the player's handbook. But basically the first, the first tier is going to be levels one through four. And that's, you're basically just the apprentice um, adventurer. You're just learning. Uh, you're just getting out there, learning the ropes and kind of learning how adventuring goes. And then the second tier is five through 10. And that's where characters kind of start, you know, they get, get into the rhythm. They're becoming seasoned. They kind of know how things are. They start getting a little bit more spells that are a little bit more uh, developed and higher level uh, and starting to kind of play with bigger, bigger weapons and yeah. stuff like that. And then the third tier is level 11 through 16. And that's when you go beyond seasoned into like, all right, y'all are starting to become pretty powerful now. Uh, you've got some spellcasters that can do some pretty, pretty above level or, you know, above mid grade type damage and spells and things like that. And your fighters and everybody else, they're getting a lot of cool stuff. And then once you get into that fourth tier, which is level 17 through 20, that's like the, you're starting, you're, you're at the pinnacle of your heroicness and you're at being an adventurer. And that's kind of the place where you could start fighting demigods and deities and things like that. And stopping, world shattering apocalypses and catastrophes. So uh, those are just the kind of tiers of plays and everything in between that will kind of help you gauge uh, what certain milestones should be. And again, that's on page 15. Yeah. All right. So when your character levels up, so let's say when you're using experience or milestone, there's some things you need to, I guess, be aware of um, as far as decisions to make and things to look for. And, so when you're playing, um, when you're leveling up, every character, you know, like we've addressed before, has a certain class. And in those classes, you can continue, you can add another level. Um, you can, you know, go from level one to level two in fighter if you're playing a fighter. Or you can multi-class if you uh, meet certain prerequisites which are um, on page 163 of the Player's Handbook. And we're going to have an episode coming up talking all about multiclassing um, because, like I discussed, I think I hinted a little bit in our character creation episode. Um, my yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, my character, my monk, um, has some. I have some interests in multiclassing with some rogue in there. Um, 
I don't know if it's uh, actually going to be as cool as I my my character dreams. Um, I don't know if they're going to be as cool as, uh, as as I hope they are, but I uh, I hope hope so. Um, so we'll have a whole episode about um, multi-classing. There's other things you can do whenever you gain levels called feats, but we'll talk about that later. As far as bo- bare bones, what you do whenever you level up is reference back to where your class description is because your class description will have a breakdown of, okay, you're at f- you know fourth level. That means now you get these other cool abilities. And that may be depending upon your subclass. That may be just your class in general because sometimes you'll gain abilities that apply to all rogues. Um, if you're playing a rogue, or you'll get abilities that just apply to the specific subclass that you've chosen within, let's say, the rogue class. So it's something you want to continually reference back to um, in the player's yeah, handbook. Yeah, and, and that's that's not to be considered metagaming. That's just knowing your class and knowing what you want to do with your class. So, for example, as a cleric, you go in and... Because once you hit certain levels, you get to pick your archetypes or your, as Patrick said, you know, your subclasses or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. And for a cleric, you know, the first three levels, you're just kind of doing your thing. But whenever you hit level three, you get to pick between, it's like seven different domains. And they can be pretty difficult to choose from if you're, you're not sure what you want to do. So it helps to know how you want to play your character and what, different venues and avenues of play are available to your character whenever they reach those levels and how you can start tailoring it to what role you want to fit uh, in your party or just how you want to play your character. So just reference back and be thinking ahead a little bit too and just know what you want for your character when you get ready to make these bigger decisions. So so that way you're not sitting around for two weeks or, you know, however long trying to figure out what you want to do. So you're already having an idea of how you want things to go yeah, for your character. Definitely. That's what I, I remember whenever I last played a rogue, there was a, you know, a certain image of the, of my rogue that I had, you know, way at higher levels than I ever got to. And that helped me kind of have an idea of, okay, which path as far as archetypes and subclasses, like what abilities do I want to pick to kind of fuel that fire? So, like Brady said, just think ahead. Plan ahead. All right, next biggest thing. Everybody wants to make sure they are increasing in their hit points. Um, Because Lord knows, whenever you start getting in combat, you're going to be one every little hit point you can get a hold of. Yep, every last drop counts, especially (laughs) if you're like a wizard or something. Yes. Don't hurt me. Shield me with your body. Um, So... um, with rolling hit points, I think we might have covered it. I, I described it a little bit um, whenever we were making our characters, but each class has a certain hit dice, and you'll see it listed as hit dice in your class description in the player's handbook. And whenever you are rolling to see what you know, what number, what amount of hit points you're adding to your grand total whenever you increase in level, you're going to take that special hit dice. So I believe for a wizard, it's a D6. Um, and a barbarian, it's a D12. So you're going to take a D6 if you're a wizard. You're going to roll it. And the result, plus your constitution modifier, is going to 
be your hit point increase for that level. So you do it every time you level up. And one thing to remember, the player's handbook references, if you do some sort of, um, like if you've increased your constitution score and it increases your modifier, you got to remember that will then increase all of your, that'll increase your hit points for every level. Um, so that's definitely something to keep in mind. That way you don't miss out on those whenever you increase your constitution score. Yeah, and, and also something we probably should have mentioned um, a little bit earlier, but going along with the hit die and getting a hit die, and Patrick just mentioned, you know, you get to increase certain scores. That is something across all characters every, I can't remember if it's every three or five, or every so many levels, you do get to increase either one ability score by two or two ability scores by one. So just bear that in mind. So if, for example, if you you know, had some whatever kind of roles for whenever you were rolling your attributes uh, for your main six, you can be thinking, okay, at this level I get to add two to whatever I want, or this one gets a boost. So you can kind of start thinking of ways that you can raise up those lower qualities if you want to with these um, ability score increases. So that's something to be in my, uh, be aware of and be mindful of that you will uh, every so often get to increase certain ability scores as i said either one by two points or two different ones by one point so just bear that in mind too those are some of the things that you do get to also level up as you go right um and just referencing i think uh i just looked at barbarian and rogue to compare i think it's six different times um when between level one and level 20 that you get to increase those ability scores and your character class section will tell you like how to increase it, like Brady said, whether it be one by two or two by one. And that happens at level four, level eight, level 10, 12, 16, and 19. So um, they're, they're spread throughout there. And so that's one thing you want to, whenever you're leveling up, you want to make be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this one of the levels that I get one of those sweet ability score improvements? So you want to keep on top of it, like Brady says. Yeah, because sometimes that can really make a big difference if you push oh, yeah. uh, one of your scores up by one point. It might bump it up to get that next ability modifier. So instead of a plus three, it's a plus four or whatever. So, I mean, it, it, can, it can make a big difference. So it's something to pay attention to and plan ahead for, like we were talking about with your with your classes. Yep. And uh, those sections where you get to increase your ability score improvements, that's also where you get to take feats if you want to do that. But like I said, we'll, I'm just sorry. I keep teasing feats and multiclassing because I just, I'm all about it. Love love me some feats. Love me some multiclass. Hey, no, we yeah. got to keep them coming. Hey, it's like the long rest last season. You got to keep, yeah. them, keep them coming back. <laughs> are we to ever going to talk about are? what feats are? Tune in next week to hear us Tune not talk about <laughs> what feats are. <laughs> All right. Um, one thing, if you're referencing that, the you know, those handy chats at the uh, in every single character class section, it's going to reference your proficiency bonus. And good thing is, is that every single class increases their proficiency bonus at the same by the same amount at the same levels. And so, yep, across the board, across the board. 
And that happens at level 5, level 9, level 13, and level 17. And so that will take your proficiency bonus from being a measly little plus 2 um, all the way up to a plus 6, which is can be a little Yep, just goes up by crazy. 1. Yeah, so it increases by 1 at each of those levels. So, mm-hmm. it's, uh, And again, that's something that can that makes a big deal, so you need to make sure you're paying attention to that and uh, yeah. putting that on down. Right, because that's going to, if you roll ability checks um, or, you know, roll uh, attacks using things that you're proficient with, that means that the, it's going to be so much more likely to be a success. And so you want to make sure that you're updating your character sheet, Patrick, update yes. your character stomp, stomp, sheet stomp. <laughs> um so don't be don't be like this guy and uh sleep on a character sheet and miss out on stuff because uh then you're gonna be like why why is everybody so much cooler than i am i i swear i should be as cool um so make sure yeah you... it's it is a big deal i mean it can yeah. it's very demoralizing whenever you're supposed to be a certain level and you realize that oh i forgot to keep up with this or you do level up and then you're like oh i get all these cool spells and then you forget to write down your spells on your character sheet and you get into bat- this big battle and then you get done with the battle and you're like, I had five extra big spells that you know yeah. I could have <laughs> used that would have made the difference. And it's like, well, that's that's on you. I mean, most of the time, like maybe for new players, the DM might let it slide kind of, you know, maybe once and just be like, oh, hey, remember we leveled up last time. You have these new spells or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah. But usually, that's all you're going to get because I've had it where players forgot to do that or they forgot to add their whatever, you know, modifier to it or this new thing or whatever. I reminded them the very first time around the campaign, but after that, they're big boys and girls. They can remember it themselves. And so just make sure you write it down, document it, and remember to do your stuff. Definitely. Um and I think uh, just Brady mentioned it a little bit, your spells too, um, along with proficiency bonuses, your spellcasters need to pay attention to if you get more spell slots because um, that's going to increase you know, how many spells you can cast, what level spells you can cast, and also if you're a character class that's got special abilities like, I'm um, going to reference the rogue again, um, you've got those special you know, cool rogue abilities like uncanny dodge and you know things like that and evasion like that that are going to cause you to be able to you know completely miss out on damage from certain effects and that can be literally the difference between yeah. life and death. Yeah, it can be so key and you know, whether that's some kind of paladin ability that allows you to like repel undead or like um, you know heal your entire group if you're a cleric uh or like you know bards and you know increasing uh i know i'm pretty sure bards uh, as they increase in level the inspiration that they can grant actually increases Mm -hmm. as far as the size of the die that you get to add to your rolls so those are things like we said whenever you level up you want to make sure you kind of exhaustively look through your sections that t- pertain to your character uh, in the player's handbook and say, okay, what are all my cool new toys? And make sure that I write it all down and know exactly what I'm dealing with now. You know, what, what all the tools. 
yeah, in Trestus, we know it's easy to get caught up in the, I leveled up, I got level five or whatever, I get to pick these new spells and I have a new spell level and I get to do all this. And then, you know, you talk about it with your friends at the end of the session and you're like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this and that. And then you go home, you know, the adrenaline wears off, you got that adrenaline, post-adrenaline dump and, you know, you go to sleep or whatever and the next day you go to work or whatever and then you forget, and then you show up to the next <laughs> session, the session, and everybody has their character sheets set up and all their new stuff set up, and you're like, oh, crap. So just make sure you are you are staying on top of that and uh, keep keeping in line. So yeah, do your homework. Save you a lot of headache. Do your homework. A lot of headache and heartache. <laughs> a lot of heartache. All right. Uh, I think that's, I think that about does it for... Um, for all the kind of the basic things with leveling up. Like I said, we've got some episodes coming up as far as multi-classing and taking feats and that sort of thing. And I'll, you know, I'll geek out about all that stuff whenever we get there. Uh, but other than that, one final note by that Brady typed out in all caps because uh, I, I messed up. It, make sure you document. Make sure you you know, transfer your, uh, all the notes that you take on your character sheet to the next character sheet. Like I remember whenever I was playing, I would, after a session, I would go in on the computer because I would type out all my stuff on my character sheet. I would have my printed out paper character sheet from that last session. And I would take all the information that had changed or anything else. And I would transfer it to that new character sheet. And that way I had the most updated information except for the time that I didn't. <laughs> and then and then I never got to level five. So. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Well, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so do you have anything, have anything else there, Pat? No, I think that's it. I, so it's, it's so, it's nice to be, nice to be behind the mic again. It's good to be it here. is. It feels really good. It feels Welcome good. to our episode. <laughs> it's it feels really good to be back uh, back in the saddle and uh, talking about it does the dragons. It does. All all jokes aside, it is nice. It's it is a little weird getting back into it, but it feels good now. And just knowing that we've got all of this season two to look forward to of vitamin D and D, and then our companion seasons to look forward to with yeah. vitamin D and D for kids and beyond the screen. Um, and uh, also be looking out for Patrick will touch on this uh, some uh, some more things that we're going to be doing on social media. Yeah, so be on the lookout, and you may see me uh, lurking in the comments. I'm going to be uh, going to be reaching out and telling you uh, what my opinion is. And, uh, yeah, just just so everyone's aware, I control I control the social media, and so the opinions expressed by by, by the uh, vitamin D and D social media page are probably me <laughs> unless unless i tell brady i need him to take over so i don't get in trouble <laughs> no nah, and plus we have a pretty pretty close mindset anyways so yeah most stuff that you think i think the same way so yeah i think i think probably so don't uh don't rock the boat too much i uh i did did make it there was a funny meme i saw with the, it was kirby holding a knife and it was referencing that to be halfling uh rogues I was like, I played a halfling rogue. <laughs> it's like it did did feel like Kirby walking around with a little sword. How dare you? <laughs> so it's uh pretty pretty good stuff. Oh. Yeah. So that's um that's the first that's our first episode of season two 
talking about leveling up and uh, getting into the basics of the leveling up, moving into our intermediate, yes, intermediate. course subjects. So yeah, that's uh, going to be it for today's episode on leveling up. And uh, we hope that you've enjoyed it and found it informative. But, you know, please consider reviewing us on your preferred podcast listening platform. Uh, it would mean a lot to us if you got on there and left us a comment, you know, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is. We do want to hear from y'all. Let us know what we're doing good. Let us know what we can improve on. Uh, we'd love to know. And also let us know if you have any questions or something you'd like to hear in a future episode. Uh, so something you want to hear us talk more about, something to cover more in depth, uh, or something that you would just like to hear discussed that me and Pat can talk about and you listen to. Um, and you can do that by emailing us at the vitamin D and D podcast at gmail.com. That's the vitamin D, the letter N D podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook page at pretty much just search vitamin D and D podcast. Again, that's vitamin D, the letter N D podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, or you can check out our website at the vitamin D and D podcast.wordpress.com or just Google vitamin D and D podcast will come up again. And uh, don't forget to tell your friends and spread the word. We would appreciate it. Uh, that's how we get our word out is just word of mouth. Friends telling friends, people, people putting it out there for us. So uh, if you see some of our stuff on social media, please you know, give it a share, give it a like something, you know, help us get it out there, but uh, you know, help us spread the word. But Keep an eye out and an ear out for our next episode where we'll be talking all about feats and the things that you get to pick and uh, things to help develop your character even further. Yeah. But uh, other than that, uh, take it easy and we'll see you after your long rest.